the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and thank you for joining us today. Hi, Mom. Hi. Pink Allie. and nice green. To see you. You're just the picture of preppy today, Mom. Oh, yeah. People always say that. I'm so preppy. Do you have any neutral colored spectacles anymore? I do. I have a new see? pair of um, like tortoise. Oh, you so do. That, you have yeah, a tortoise for a neutral because have... you've got red, you've got hot pink. Yeah. Hot and these have and hot green. pink and green. Right. And so then you have to match your clothes. Which came first? Did you choose your shirt, which has green flowers? Or did you choose your glasses and then decided you needed some green to match the glasses? Actually, it was the outfit today. Was it? And then I thought, ah, I have the glasses, you have glasses that to match. match right? But I did. But I had a kind of an, um, I guess an upsetting thing happened, though. Last week, I, we went to the Lynn Hall, which yes, I love. I know. Your favorite. of the show. Yes. And I guess I had these glasses on, as a matter of fact. And they're a little bit bigger. And they're my eye bobs, my pink and green eye bobs. And I was in a colorful outfit, too. And a very nice young lady helped us at the counter. And they said, oh, she said, you just remind me of Iris Affel. Yeah. And I said, "Um, she's got a few years on me. (laughs) You are so sensitive. And she said, oh, I didn't. Mean Mother, that, that was about the meant, style right, and the bold the frames right. and your but confident I know, walk. But I took it as, oh, you old lady you, is what I took it as. Well, but, you, you can't know, do I that. don't think she meant, and, and she really does have quite a few years on me. So I, I, I got a few <laughs> good years left, I think. But amazing style. Thank you really so much. All about. It is, yes, it yes, is, absolutely. Okay, I think we need some new, we need to get a new sounder for when we have a true scoop. Because Ooh. we let's work on that. Okay, definitely. Okay. Scoop, 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 scoop. scoop. <laughs> All right, we shopping scoop. Okay, okay. Uh, here's the scoop. This is a good one. JB Hudson, yes. veteran Nicollet Mall retailer, one of the longest standing stores on Nicollet Mall. There, long before you were even alive, mom. You many, think so? many there, there were years. stores then? Oh my gosh. They date back to 1885. Oh, I'll yeah, have no, you know. That's yes, what, they're 103 years. A couple years, yes. Born, right. They are going to open a second store in the North Loop in none other than Martin Patrick 3. That's where everything happens, right? How is that for a collaboration? That yeah. is amazing. Do you know how it all started? Because I, I know sure you do. Have the scoop. I do. I have the scoop, and we'll put a link on the Shop Girls page at mytalk1071.com if you want to read it for yourself. Um, we broke the news at Twin Cities Business, and Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine has it as well. Um, so, Greg Walsh, um, co founder and owner of Martin Patrick 3, mm-hmm. is just so smart in the way he thinks yeah. about things. So they have one more expansion that they can do, believe it or not. It's hard to believe. And then they will have maxed out the entire first level of the building. Then there's only, all they could do is, I don't know, dig down. I don't know what's under the store or go up, but that's where space 150 is. And I don't think they want to leave their space. Well, So they're kind of landlocked after this, but they've got one more 3,700 square foot expansion. Yep. That they're currently working on, it will open in August. And so as they were doing this, they're thinking about, you know, what they wanted to do. They're moving Marty's Barbershop, owned by John Charles, run by John Charles. Um, he's His business is so busy, they're giving him, he's going to have five chairs. Isn't they're, that great? Yeah, I they're moving that to the that. back of the shop. The tailoring shop is so busy, the in-house tailoring staff, that they just need more space, so they're not tripping over each other. So that's going to move to the back. They're adding a second VIP 
um, fitting room lounge area for I hang out your, there a lot. you know, by appointment shopping. Right. And then Filigree Jewelers, which has been in the store. They've right. had they, the black room by Filigree. They do a lot of um, vintage and, you know, every, you know yeah. engagement rings, all sorts of different things. Um, they've been there since 2015. They're moving out. They're but not going. Far. No, they're going around the corner to the former Say Chic space. Say, Say Chic boutique realize, just closed. I didn't realize they had yeah. closed. They had a good long run. Yeah. They really did. Um, and they just closed. They're on Second. Uh, second is that Avenue or Street? One of those, right around the corner from where um, Martin Patrick Three yeah. is. So they're moving over there. But what Greg said is that they know from watching the traffic at Filigree that. They're, the Martin Patrick Three customer is willing to make a real big jewelry purchase. I'm not surprised. They're not afraid right. to drop some change on a big diamond ring. Yep. So they thought, who would be a good partner? What about a company that truly is trusted, knows the business, also does a healthy men's business and luxury watch business? Uh-huh. Yeah, and that is JB Hudson. So did they? Did Martin Patrick go yes. after them? They oh. they broached the idea. To J.B. Hudson. And what's interesting is I uh, Minneapolis St. Paul magazine did an event at J.B. Hudson at their if you haven't ever set foot in their space in the young Quinlan building, do it. You know, just the same way that we think now, like on, you know, when you're when you're trying to wow out of towners and you take them maybe to Martin Patrick three. J.B. Hudson is such a beautiful, beautiful store. Do you remember that store, that space before it was there? I certainly remember when it was young Quinlan. Sure. What was my, young Quinlan like? My, it was a beautiful store. My sister worked there. She was a buyer there. Yeah. At young Quinlan. And that was like a high oh, end. It was, yes. It was a lovely department store. kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly not on the scale of a Dayton's. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a lovely store with a lovely tea room. You'd go and eat there a wow. lot. Gosh. It That's was really what Nicolet Mall store. used to be yes, like. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, JB Hudson has been in that space since 2007. That's when they moved out of the Dayton's building. Yeah. So it's been, you know, like a decade. And they are very committed to Nicolet Mall. They, you know, they yeah, told so me. Yeah, so they're not moving. Oh, off no, no, of the no, 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 no. They, they love that space and that is truly their home. And I think they're very committed to, you know, trying to help Nicolet Mall kind of sure. regain its retail footing. But at the same time, you know, it's the writings on the on the pavement yeah. and, and they can see where the traffic is and where the young customers are and where the aspirational customers are. And so they had been sort of looking at the North Loop and thinking about, like, what can we do? And J.B. Hudson has been doing a lot of events and outreach and, you know, just kind of trying to to drum up attention. They're, they host a lot of events in their store, you know, mm-hmm. just to bring people in. So the timing was kind of perfect. They loved the idea. And so they um they're taking this space and it's like 400 square feet they are it's going to be called the loop by jb hudson l-o-u-p-e like a jeweler you know oh got it um and they said because it is so close to their store they know they need to do something really different and so they're going to be it's going to be very fashion driven edgy they're planning to change it out monthly um you know they'll have different themes it'll be kind of 50 50 men's and women's but they said they're going to go like flashy like is there the minnesota man who's going to wear the 18 karat gold and diamond bracelet because that's going to be there well i don't even 
think it has to be the Minnesota man because Matt, uh, Martin Patrick gets a lot of uh, people from out of town. That is well. such a good point. And, and so you know, it's funny. And- I asked Greg when we were talking this week, Greg, the, the owner of Martin Patrick three, since all of the national uh, buzz that they've had this year, they've had right. mentions in fast company and um, who else? Forbes, I think, you know, a few others just as an, as an example of what, modern day what retail needs to be to survive today mm-hmm. um and i asked him you know what that's done for their business number one every developer in the country wants them to open a store oh is that in their right? project oh yeah. interesting napa and palm springs and dallas and new york they all want a store but they're they not going to do it interest in they're doing not going to do it yeah. and i think that would be I mean, it'd be hard to recreate the oh. magic of what is special about that absolutely store. um but this other thing they said that is happening is that people are sort of putting it on their bucket list. You know, yeah. that when they come to town, whether it's a business trip or, you know, tourists, they know to go to Spoon and Stable. They know to go to the Twin Stadium yeah. and they want to see Martin Patrick three. And yeah. so they're getting a lot of traffic. So you're right about that. Mike, yeah, maybe it doesn't I, have to be Minnesota. Right. Man. It's amazing. But My- here's what I love. They said J.B. Hudson, which does have some more affordable things. You know, you might be sure. surprised in their store on Nicollet. More fashion jewelry. Yeah. They're not really going to do that because Martin Patrick Three already does that. You know, they yes, do more casual some, yeah. watches and bracelets, bracelets and things that you and I could maybe right, think about exactly. buying, basically. Yeah, um, much. So this, the assortment is going to start, this is at J.B. Hudson at Martin Patrick Three. It's going to start at $1,000. It's going to go up to a million, million dollars. And oh. so I, of course, being Could the classy put? person that I am, yes. said to the president of J.B. Hudson, what's a million dollars? <laughs> what do you have that costs? And he's like, you'll have to come in to find out. Wow. Yeah. A million. I bet they won't let us touch it. Do you think probably not? Do you think you, <laughs> Could you put a million dollars on your credit card? Uh, I don't think I could. <laughs> I don't know. It ain't gonna happen. If I did, it wouldn't work out well for me. Do you think there are people that actually can put them? Because I mean, you I think there are people if, that can just pay cash. Yeah, but people don't usually walk. Or maybe around they with can use their, their other pocket. currency. I don't know. They're yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, can't um, wait to see that. Yeah. Well, and it was funny because I was also talking to Greg just about like you know what what sells better the clothes or the furniture and you know i was like well you probably you don't need to do this is me and my naivete i said you know you don't need to do as many furniture purchases to do well you don't have to sell as many sofas as suits he's like you'd be surprised he's like you he's like we have men who are buying suits that cost as much as a sofa oh i believe that because (laughs) i have had conversations i won't mention with who at martin patrick and when i have heard the amount of money that Men come in and drop on their wardrobe. Insane. It's like incredible. Insane. Can't fathom it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I mean, not to be completely intimidated or put off by it. um, it, It's actually a very welcoming space and you don't feel like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? Oh, there's candy that you can eat. Oh, there's candy. My children love it. It's their, my children think it's a candy store without prices. They just think it's it's the free candy store. (laughs) It's the best. They love it. Um, But also they subscribe to their model is Good, better, best. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the, the my lowest end is bought good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Right. So, so you know, there you, is that. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. We, we have people who want to chat. We want to chat with you. We've got tons to get to. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll get to you. So just hang on. We'll be right back with more Shop Girls. 
Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Lisa has been standing by so patiently because she wants to get in on our shop talk. Lisa, what's on your mind? Hi, I just had a story about young Quinlan. Uh, In my early 20s, I worked downtown, and I remember when it was a fully functioning, multi-level store. Right. And I always was impressed by the with the fact that they had the old cage elevator. Yes. With a woman who operated the elevator, who wore the white gloves, and it was <laughs> right. just unbelievably elegant. Wow! And, do you, and the do glory you, days of shopping on Nicollet yeah. Mall. And I bought a pair of sandals down there that were studded with rhinestones, and I paid fifty dollars for them. And you know, back in that day, that was a lot of money. So yeah. I felt I felt so special. Yeah. Well, that for, building was just amazing. Do you remember for a while when um, Crate and Barrel went in there for a while? I, still, you know, when I stopped working downtown, I kind of never really got back there. So, Well, they it, still it, ran the elevators. That was the point yeah. for a while. They oh, still had somebody for so a while. Cool. That, Crate and Barrel wasn't in that building. They weren't in the Young Quinlan building. They were in the building that's now where Target has, uh, isn't it? The Target Commons building. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Well, then it was Polo. It was Ralph Lauren. Yeah, Ralph yeah, Lauren. yeah, yeah. Yep. I think that's what it was. I don't know my geography really mm-hmm. well. Is that geography? Yeah, yeah, because I can just picture Crate and Barrel had all the windows right, along, right. and the okay. Young Quinton right. building doesn't no, have it that. Was, it was, but uh, somehow they were joined. There was some kind of thing, because I remember the elevators. Well, maybe someone with better uh, historical, <laughs> with a memory, can let us know. Well, maybe. Lisa, thanks for sharing. That's so fun. Um, and, it, and it just is a good reminder of how, of what Nicollet Mall was like. Right. And what stores like J.B. Hudson, you know, would like to see it return to. And that was so, something we were talking. This all came up because we were talking about the the news um, that we were able to break yesterday at Twin Cities Business um, at, that uh, J.B. Hudson is going to open a second location in Martin Patrick 3. And you can look at it a couple different ways. You can say, wow, what a sign of the times. You know, I mean, Nicollet Mall, after three years of construction and millions of dollars, it's not where it's not the shopping street anymore and people want to shop in the North Loop and so they're going where the people are. But so that's the question though. In your expertise and you know, in that I feel you do have expertise. Oh, thanks mom. I <laughs> yeah. appreciate it. A lot it. of things. No, Notice not how so she much. has to like hedge that in that particular <laughs> yeah. area. I mean, let's not get carried away. <laughs> yeah. But in that you do. Um, do you think there is any hope that Nicollet Mall will ever return to what it was in terms of shopping? Um, okay, I do. I feel somewhat optimistic and and, and hopeful um, because I want it to happen. Right. And I think truly it it hinges on the Dayton's Project. I was just going to say, the free I hall. think yeah. it's, it is it is up to the Dayton's Project and what they end up getting in there. And it and it could go a couple of ways. I mean, there is, there's actually, interestingly, some concern among the handful of retailers. Uh, you know, and it's like, it's Hubert White, it's J.B. Hudson, you know, the, the couple of real veterans that have been there forever. Um, there's concern that the Dayton's Project could sort of um, take away what you know that that oh. all of the all the attention could you know could go to them and it wouldn't spread i would like to think that if they can get some really oh, high profile right. and if that food hall is a fun experience and it becomes then a thing that you want to do yeah not just on weekdays but like hey we're going out saturday night let's yeah. let's meet up at the dayton's project that then that will all spill 
over and down along yeah, the Yeah, I would I would hope so too. Is there I just any... I still think about the Super Bowl and thinking about yeah. all of the people and the fact that we were all like, gosh, it's nice this down is, here. Yes, yeah. we have this avenue and it's ready for it and it's right. built and we just need to fill the spaces. Do you hear anything about the Dayton project? I feel like, you know, it was all exciting to hear about this food hall and then Nothing. Yes. Um, So, I mean, at this point, it's a year off. You know, I think early, early on, they were saying maybe they could open parts of the building like offices this year. That's not going to happen. You know, these projects always take longer than you think. So that's not that surprising. So they're targeting a year from September 2019. Um, I mean, the food hall is happening. It really is. Curated by Andrew Zimmer. I mean, that is the one thing that like we know that's That's in the works. That's happening. Exactly what it's going to have or how it's going to look. We don't know, but it's going to be very large. Um, but no other announcements, although I'm told there are some coming soon. And all it's okay. going to take is one really amazing, cool announcement. Sure. And then I think it'll just be a domino effect. But we do have a super fun Dayton's Project story that I want to tell you. But first, let's let Jessica have uh, the last word on the elevator. Hi, oh, Jessica. Hi, there. The elevator was at the back of Creighton Barrel. Thank which was you. In the Young Quinlan building. Thank you. you. Through <laughs> okay. And took the elevator. You could skyway it because I used to work yeah. at Target corporate headquarters, and we would run through the skyways to go there to shop at lunchtime at Creighton Barrel. You know okay. You Thank know you, Jessica. Jessica, <laughs> you know when you've heard the saying, "Mother's always right." Okay. It's All true. Right. What can I say? Thanks a lot, Jessica. I really needed this. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for clarifying. It's good. All of it all kind of blurs together. Yeah. I mean, I have memories. I like I can that. picture the polo store. I can picture Creighton yeah. Barrel, but it all sort of. No, but I know it was in the back. Yep. I do remember that. So blurs together. Yes. Yeah. Um, what am I hearing? I don't know. What is, is that? Is that me? Was that you? What is happening? Something I else hear something playing. too, but I don't see it on my end. That's well, really weird. We're hearing. Are you playing a podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I might be. Sorry. Off. Sorry. Yeah, I might be. <laughs> you know what? Well, that's a good time to mention. Because I, I hear the I heard shop the girls intro. Yeah, I heard myself and I'm not saying that was really oh, weird. That was a very meta geez. moment. But a good time to mention yes. that shop girls is available all episodes all the time. Um, like all the other shows here on my talk on podcast one and and I just tweeted out a link to make it really easy to find. We would love, love, love it if you would subscribe to the Shop Girls. Yeah. And a couple things that you might want to dive into um, this weekend. Our interview last week, our really fun interview with Heather and Brad Fox oh, yes. from Fox Homes. And two days from now, their show, their will show be on. premieres on July um, 9th on HGTV. Right. So yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch. So before you watch, if you want the inside scoop on them, be sure to listen. And we I have guess, that broken out. So I guess I have to, to give you a little text lesson or something because yeah you know, definitely oh, yeah uh-huh shoot. right okay should we outer hope oh yeah <laughs> who had to ask for the password exactly. today exactly just a minute that has nothing to do with ability oh, in no. tech that's just that i got a new phone and i didn't remember the password right right gee hope right. you're not being nice no yeah. i'm not oh. funny how my father is calling me this week saying um 
I, this file won't drag as if I can see his screen. And you're sitting right there. I was expert. not sitting there. I was probably doing something very <laughs> important. Very busy. Help very busy. Okay. <sighs> um, well, we barely have time to get into this. I kind of think we're going to have to save this story. Okay. Let's just do a little tease. You okay. can read about it and then we'll we'll talk about it a little later in the show. Let's just say that um, this recently a wallet was found in the Dayton's project. This is actually the second time this has happened. Little um, less gross than a monkey carcass. Um, a wallet that was 53 years old was found in the Dayton's project in the middle of the construction and returned to its owner. Minnesota. Who still lives in town. <laughs> Isn't that great? How is that I for customer it. service? Yes. That is good customer service. crazy. Service. So if you want to read that story, we'll put a link to it on the Shop Girls page at mytalk1071.com. Um, I'm really excited when, when we get back, we're going to talk to one of the owners of JB Swim. What's JB Swim, you ask? Well, it is the new... Do you enjoy talking to yourself? I do. <laughs> okay, it is the new parent company of Nani Nalu and Big Islands. Swim, the two big fish in the lake of uh, Minnesota swimwear. That was have, cute they the have, way you did that. Thanks. I just did it right off the cuff like that. <laughs> um, they have joined forces. And so we're going to get that story um, and find out if I got it right in the July issue of Twin I City's hope so. Business. <laughs> that is straight ahead on Shop Girls. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So delighted to have our next guest here. You've heard her on Shop Girls before, and you know her brand. It's Nani Nalu Swimwear. And if you've ever gone in, you know that it is a life-changing experience. It's Jennifer Cermak. But Jennifer is not only the owner of Nani Nalu now, she is the partner in JB Swimwear, which is her She's new... She's a big shot now. She's really... Yeah. She is kind of a big, we've always known she's a big deal, but now Watch she's really world. a big deal. Yes. Yes. So welcome. And can you, we were, I was so honored to tell your story, your business story about your kind of unexpected merger really with Brittany Rieger of Big Island Swim. You guys really, I mean, you're sort of, we're the only two games in town. Right, right. And it, it surprised a lot of people because we've been, you know, competitors and we're drastically different as far as our aesthetic, our consumers we're trying to reach and the experience in our stores. So why? How? Well, you know, it kind of started with us trying not to like each other. And then, <laughs> you know, every that time didn't work. we're like meeting and, you know, we'd have to... Every time we were at a place where we were forced to kind of interact, mm -hmm. we walked away kind of both going, wow, I like her. I don't yeah. want to like her, but I like her. Yeah. Um, and that's really what started it. Because if you like someone, you don't want to be ruthless. Mm -hmm. You know, in business, you're either ruthless or you're, you know, you're told to be ruthless at least. And so it started with just being frenemies, you know, like, hey, we're going to be in the same territory, right. in the same neighborhood. I'm in this house. You're in that house. We're going to draw a line here. We're going to respect the line. Yeah. And that really just started creating some good conversations on what if there was no line? Well, okay. But then she opened a second location just down <laughs> the street from you. Any right. Dinah at the Galleria. You, of course, have a store at 50th in France. Was and close? Big Island was based in Excelsior, which kind of feels like another world. We were going to get a slingshot and try to like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> take some flip flops. Right. And, yeah. so, so all of a sudden there she is literally a couple of miles from you. Right. Did you have a moment of like, oh God. 
You know, Brittany was a pro at it where, you know, she asked me for coffee, sat me down, kind of told me of the plans before before she it, before actually it did went it, public. Which is very but, a stand-up thing to do. Right. And, you know, I remember sitting there and I thought I had told her right away. I thought I had said, Brittany, you know, I didn't go to YZ all these years. Apparently, I only said that in my head. So that's really, <laughs> that's what she said when yeah, you were talking yeah, yeah. to us. And it's like. But I seriously thought I had said that out loud. And was that um, really true? That it, you had thought true. about going to oh, Wyzetta? Right. Wyzetta makes so much sense sure for, for Nani Nalu, but we wanted to give them elbow room. Let them own the right. lake, you own the city. Right. Uh-huh. And so, um, yeah, that was my first thought. And then apparently I didn't say that out loud. So what I ended up saying was like, wow, that's great. We'll have men's and kids so close. Um, so again, I was a really good pro. <laughs> In your head, you're thinking, oh. if she only knew. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of what I think solidified our relationship right then and there is just our ability to kind of be like, okay, let's work with us mm-hmm. because. You know, in the grand scheme of things, if it wasn't going to be them, it probably would have been everything but water or somebody else. Right. And I would rather have a competitor I was willing to work with mm-hmm. and for. You know, yeah. I, I send Someone people local. all the time yeah. for men's and kids there. Sure. And so I'd rather have that than someone that, you know, I don't believe in the the corporate structure or the type of product or the service they're offering. And don't you think uh, you're really, it's a good partnership because you are different. Oh, we're so opposites. It's great. Well, not just, I don't know about the two of you, (laughs) but the stores. Both are so opposites. (laughs) But if I were looking for a swimsuit, wouldn't I be likely to go to both to check them out? And what's kind of cool is you'll find a different solution at each store. So at Nani Nalu, we're going to really focus on the perfect fit, bus support, that confidence. You're going to have one-on-one, in-the-fitting-room type of service, right? Mm -hmm. Alterations, the whole gamut. And we're all women swim. But you can take that swimsuit, drive over to Big Island, and they're going to have Coolabar cover-ups galore. They Uh, carry 100 times more than what we do in our store. And it's like the white button up that's crisp and clean with a little short that goes with it or the pant that goes with it. That's mm-hmm. all UPF. And so we really do have to complement each other. Each other. Yeah. And we find ourselves shopping both stores and recommending, oh, my goodness, go there for this. Uh, so that's, I think, what's super cool about it. So the question I've been getting since the story came out in, in Twin Cities Business, where we talk about this whole partnership between you and Nani Nalu and Big Island, is what happens to the shopping experience? Do the stores start to look the same? How, what do you, what's the plan? You'll see a little bit of product infusion going um, into each brand. You're, you're planning to keep both names. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We're not changing the names. We're not changing the overall store experience. Um, so like Nani Nala remains appointment or walk-in, but you have the fit and flatter service. We're, we're one-on-one. We're going to help you. Big have Island. you trademarked that fit and flatter service? <laughs> We've tried. <laughs> yeah, probably <hard. laughs> we're, we're after it. We're yeah. going after it. Um, so we're doing that. And then Big Island remains more of that walk-in. They have good ex- you know, the staff is knowledgeable. They're going to help you on the sales floor, but you're kind of on your own in the fitting room unless you're asking questions. And what we found is, you know, some people don't like how hands-on we are at Nani Nalu. Mm-hmm. Some people want more hands-on than Big Island. Well, now we can refer the help the customer wants and they can choose a point without 
cheating on their local right. or their loyal store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you know. it really gives you an edge. I know that both of you are ambitious and thinking that, I, I mean, one of the things we haven't talked about is that there's strength in numbers. And so by joining forces, you have more buying power. I mean, this is kind of inside baseball, but this is the stuff that makes a difference on the on the floor and in the prices that you pay, the deals you can get, right? And right. what other things are you expecting to to come out of this that we'll start noticing as customers? As customers, I think the biggest thing is going to be, I mean, it, it's the trickle up effect, I guess. Um, as we're bigger, our corporate became bigger. So our stores are going to be more supported, which means the operations are going to be a little more solid. Um, so that's great because it's going to be less issues with special orders, faster turnaround on products. Mm. So if you do have to alter or special order something, there's going to be less lag, less mistakes being made, things like that. And I mean, growth is always a challenge. So mistakes do happen. I'm the first one to admit we have mistakes every year. We're not 100% perfect, but we're striving to be. And that's, I think, really what sets us apart is when we do make a mistake, we make up for it. But now when you go to market and you're looking for for merchandise, the two of you together, that's kind of a powerful duo there. And and I have to say that, you know, for me, you know, I've, I've known what a great experience you are, you know, locally as a customer and sort of watching you with a retail point of view. But in working on this story, I talked to a lot of swimwear vendors from other parts of the country, and it was fascinating to talk to them and hear how, you know, they're not in Minnesota, right? right. I mean, you know, most swimwear companies are not based here. They're in Miami and California. And they all know Nani Nalu. They know Big Island as well. And they're all like, oh, there's nothing like it. We wish every store was like that. There's nothing like it in well, the country. And they're talking about in California and in Florida and on the coast. I just know when Allison got her last swimsuit I didn't know what happened she goes game changing it was just game changing <laughs> my life is just I can't even tell you seriously I mean so excited I thought maybe you gave her money but no it was a swimsuit no no she took the money yeah she, she took, took the, the money, money but I was happy but to you get got it. the swimsuit yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah exactly but it does it makes a big it's a it's a it, I think it's an item that not a lot of us feel awesome about right. wearing right. but yet it's for times when you want to be having fun and running around and chasing your kids right. and jumping into the water. And so when you have something that you feel really good in, it makes it a big difference. It allows you to have the confidence to live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, what uh, what should we know right now about what should we be buying? What are the styles? What's what's well, happening? What we're seeing, and again, we're, we go to market next week. So we're getting a lot of preview catalogs of what we're going to see so we can pre-write our orders before we even see it. So uh, wait, when you go to market now, those swimsuits will show up when? Uh, we'll, we're buying for November through March right now. Okay. So for... Yep. Getaways. So for your winter yeah. vacations winter and getaways. spring breaks. Yep. Yeah. So okay. we're a good six to eight months ahead of time mm-hmm. um, on what we see. So we're seeing plums. I mean, obviously, we're seeing plums in fashion everywhere. We're seeing them paired with marigold, which is new to swim. Mm. That's a harder color in swim. Um, mm. What's nice is we've moved from the fluorescent yellow that it started with last year into a really pretty blue-toned marigold, which is more wearable. So the people who want to take that risk, it's going to look softer on our pale skin tones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It works better. You were telling me that navy is more flattering than black. Oh, which I, yes. I mean, I like Why? both, but I hadn't really thought about that. It's a little softer on the skin. Oh. Um, so it's less of a harsh contrast when you're 
pasty. Um, <laughs> That's a nice not way of putting that one. most <laughs> Minnesotans are pasty, yeah. or that you no, were speaking not, to me in yes, particular. Yes, but gorgeous yeah. Caribbean tan. Good yes. to know. Um, yeah, it's a little softer on our skin tone, so it's less of that, you know, harsh contrast line. Sure. So the contrast can be great, but it's also extremely bold, right? So if you're going to do a black suit, I always feel you need to do it special because it's more noticeable because it's such a contrast. That's interesting. As it is, I never thought of that. Where mm-hmm. a navy, a brown, a slate gray, a plum even, oh. an olive, those are all colors that are going to feel safe visually. Yeah. Like they're just going to feel comfortable and safe, like you're not too far out of the box. But they actually blend better on our skin tones. Hmm. So it's less of a in-your-face pop than even what some of the black suits can Okay, be. so here's a question. If Do you think that there is an age at which you should no longer wear a bikini? Absolutely not. You think it all has to do with your body type? Or do you think I anybody think should? I think it has to do with your mental capabilities of being able to rock what you got. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, we've had, you know, 70, 80-year-old women come in yeah. saying, hey, you know, it's been years, 30 years since I've been in a swimsuit. I'm going with my husband. No kids. We're on a cruise boat. We've been saving for years for this. Yeah. I want something special. I cannot wear a bikini. And then we'll be like, hmm, challenge accepted. <laughs> you know. And we get people into bikinis that are a little higher. They don't pinch, fuller coverage, really good side boob support. I mean, for yeah. years, everyone's heard me talk about cover the sides of your boobs. Cover yeah, the sides, right. people. Right? Yes. It's yeah. so important. Yes, yes. I but agree with they'll, that. They'll stand up and be like, I can actually do this. And it's empowering. It feels great. And then we look at them and say, this is, you know, this is what I want. Yeah. We have um, an Instagram photo. She's not in a bikini, but she's 99 years old. Oh. She's on her Facebook right now. Her name is Ruth. She is the grandmother of um, my intern this summer. And uh, we did a generation photo with uh, Olivia, the intern, her mother, and then the grandmother. Oh, I have to see that. And she's she's gorgeous. She's adorable. And she's like having fun in her suits. And our hashtag is like, be like Ruth. Because oh, that's we great. did this you know, entire it. photo shoot. Yeah. And it was like... This, this is what like we all strive for. Yeah. Because who cares? It's not about your body. It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude. I love that. I don't believe in. Yeah. So it's not an age thing. What a great message. Jennifer Cermak of JB Swim and Nani Nalu and now Big Island as well. Um, Jennifer, our next segment is always Whose Look Is It Anyway? And we have sort of a summer beachy edition coming up. Would you like to stay and weigh in on the trends? I have opinions. I think you do. All right, stick around. We're going to do Whose Look Is It Anyway? next on Shop Girls. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. It is time for Whose Look Is It Anywhere, where we take a trend, we pick it apart, we analyze it. And this week, we are doing the beachwear edition. And so oh, yeah. we have asked the expert extraordinaire, Jennifer Cermak from Nani Nalu and the new JB Swim um, and Big Island, to stay and weigh in because... She has a couple of opinions on things. Just a couple. Yes. A and so, uh, time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose Look Is It Anyway? So, the trend.
trend is, and I just tweeted it out if you want to take a look yourself, if you haven't seen this on the beach or at your neighborhood pool, it is ridiculously oversized hats. Mm-hmm. Now, we yeah, all know these, the importance yeah. of protecting your face, Absolutely. right, Jen? Yes. Yep. SPF, UPF, you name it. You're it's selling a lot important. of hats at Nani Nalu? a ton of hats right now. And and do you think Not that's... big. Is that a style... <laughs> So this is like, what are you going to do, right? Like they they've got to they got to keep us buying more hats, and so the the new thing is these brims that literally look like your neck might not be able to support. Well, them. some of them like or they practically literally go down your back. It's like a train going down, uh, yeah. like a, a it, straw train. Does it double as a pool float? Because my butt oh. could probably sit in it. And then no. I could like, you yeah, know, there's a thought that could be very you useful. Guys. So there you go. So are you such a problem solver? <laughs> <laughs> Were either of you familiar with this high fashion label? It's Jacquemus. No, because Jacquemus is who Vogue credits with really starting this whole trend of these extra wide brims yeah. protecting your shoulders. <laughs> Ooh, protecting your shoulders. I don't really now, want my hat to protect my shoulders. Well, like, he's trying to cover everything now. Also, his he has his one famous hat is called the La Bamba hat. If you get the smaller version, it'll only set you back four hundred and thirty-one dollars. <laughs> if you want the full size to cover you and your whole family, it's six hundred and ninety-seven dollars. Uh, there also was a picture that I saw of Bella Hadid. You know, of gotta course get the you Hadids did, in there. It was not Gigi. It was no, Bella. Bella. Oh, that's so different. Uh, yes, Bella was on there, and yeah. she was. It was kind of the back of her, and all you could see is that she didn't have anything on top. She had like a little. You could see the back of a thong mm-hmm. and a hat that covered most of her, and mm-hmm. she said. In my leisure suit. Mm-hmm. Cute. Oh, cute. Yep. And then after the Instagram picture, she took off the hat, rolled it up, put it in her beach bag, and didn't touch it again. <laughs> Probably. That, that, that's your You're feeling. You're so practical, <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Cermak. But oh, I my know, goodness. I really feel yes, that. really. I Don't the do other it, day, Yeah, I noticed the other day Kelly Ripa was talking about it. They were showing pictures and talking, so it's a really big thing. If somebody really wants one and doesn't want to pay that kind of money, J. Crew has one at thirty four fifty. With the a enormous brand, well, like a really not, huge not maybe quite as big, but yeah. good size. Also Free People has a thirty eight dollar version. Oh. And I did see this huge it was cute, except I don't know how you'd wear it. My neck would fall off. Um it was a multicolored wide brimmed one it's a company called the san diego hat mm-hmm. company you know that one i'm mm-hmm. sure and it was only 40 dollars. Hmm. so you know i guess but so there are options we've brought there them are. in in the past they don't sell i believe that um, <laughs> yeah, maybe this is the year we'll go up to a six inch brim which mm-hmm. is i mean hits to the end of the shoulder so it's like a traditional big traditional yeah hat. yeah um but anything bigger than that tends to be cumbersome I'd hate to see what happens when the wind blows. I was just thinking right. that. Yes, it takes you away with right. it. Right. It's yeah. one of those things that looks fabulously dramatic in photos, yep. but do you really want to be wearing well, that when you're walking on the beach? You know what I should do? I should go pick up some of those hats and I'll do my own post of what I think real you life is. Yes, you should. I think you should. Please do that. One of the Everybody things. follow Nani Nalu. Yeah. Here's, here's the picture of the model on the runway. Here's Jen Sermon. I love it. Well, love one it. of the things that the article with this one article was pointing out is that it is made for Instagram and right. there is just one picture after another of 
influencers, quote unquote, with their big straw hats. It is kind of show them up. But that's kind of a fascinating (laughs) phenomenon that the power, what kind of industry Instagram drives, you know, that like these are being produced literally because people know it makes for a good photo op. Right. Does it really move merchandise, though, or enough merchandise? That's a good question. In my opinion, no. I mean, a lot of a lot of the stuff we do see on Instagram, the trends like this, I, 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 I am not as adorable as. You know some of these supermodels. You're not. So I mean, oh, I'm in a whole different way, in a realistic way, <laughs> yeah. um, non photoshopped, average yeah. woman way. So you put a big hat like that on me, and it's like <laughs> who she thinks she's trying to be. Yeah. Speaking of adorable, though, I mean, you just waltz in here in your like. I mean, is this technically like a cu- swim resort thing? So this, or is, this is like an adorable dress. Um, this is Belkazan. It's uh, Belinda is like a personal friend of mine and she has um, this great line called Belkazan. She hand makes everything in Bali. Everything's traditional roller printing. Uh, we do carry exclusives with her. So uh, we design the dresses, the colors, the prints, and she makes them for us. All the fabric is di- um, hand hand dyed and then hung on the hills of Bali to dry. Oh, cool. So I say there's magic in every dress. But ah. it's the kind of dress that, I mean, you're just wearing it casually on a Saturday morning, but like you right. could... Put like on I tried heels to put on out. pants and I didn't feel good, so I put this on and I looked better. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're really comfy cute on you. too. Yeah. Airplane dresses, things like that. These are my go-to travel dresses. I love it. And do you have a bunch of those in stock right too, now? Yeah, too many. Too many. <laughs> Come get some. They're amazing. Okay. What kind of price um, point are they? About one fifty. One fifty. Oh, that's yep. not okay. terrible. A lot of them have pockets. We have great maxi. Love Can you wash them? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. gosh, there. we are Anything there. Anything that's dry clean does not hit no. my house or like. <laughs> Look at all the problems we have solved today. Oh, Jennifer, thank you for being here. Congratulations yes. on the new Much merger and all the success. We've got a link if you want to read the whole story at uh, mytalk1071.com on the Shop Girls page. We'll be back with another hour after this.